Welcome and welcome back, butterflies and emerging butterflies. You know what today is. It is Thursday, and we are where? Here on Vegas Hype Media with me, Emerging Z. Um, welcome to March. It is a new month. That means it is a new time to, you know, explore. If we didn't get things done in February, here we are in March. Another opportunity to get it done. Right. So first, I want to thank my subscribers. Thank you for returning butterflies and my new subscribers like subscribe, share. Right. Vegas Hype Media and UC Salam YouTube channel. Last week, we had a very special guest, Miss Deb Stone, who was awesome. She generated a whole lot of buzz. We talked about the cult that she was a part of and is no longer a part of. Thankfully for her and her children, she was able to emerge from that. So we touched on that last week. And like I said, it generated a whole lot of buzz. So I'm going to go ahead and just touch on what some of you butterflies chimed in and said. I'm going to pull it up real quick. But um, the reviews came from uh, Myers and TJ and it's crazy because some of the feedback that I got that was not posted on YouTube, it was actually on my Instagram. People questioned the fact that, oh my goodness, they're black and they're a part of a cult, right? Because typically we don't see African-Americans are not associated with being in a cult. So um, like I said, they were kind of excited to see other people that look like them who had been exposed to a cult because these um, butterflies that responded were actually um, a part of a cult as well or had similar experiences. So um, shout out to them for being conquerors as well and being able to exit those particular situations that they were in and flourishing in life currently. You guys are going to have to forgive me. My voice is very much off today. I'm sure you can hear that. And I'm a little bit congested. So just bear with me as I work through that. And I am trying to find my notifications or the comments so that I can share exactly what was said. Um, yeah. So Miss Myers, she was, um, like I said, great conversation. She was happy that someone else, you know, shared a similar story. Uh, but she did, does still love the Lord. Um, I don't think we talked about that with uh, Ms. Deb and I. We actually talked about it off camera once we ended. Um, she definitely still loves the Lord and is not against, you know, um, Christ or religion. She just is not practicing in a church currently. So I feel like I could share that with you guys. Um, so if you have that experience or had that experience, just know that it's not that we want you to shun or disappear or feel like God is not here to love you. If that's what you want to do, um, continue to do so, but just in a safe space. Always make sure you're doing anything that you're doing in a safe space, a space of love, in a place where you can flourish and be supported in life. So that was that. Then I had another beautiful butterfly bring up a word that um, a lot of people question, conflates, right? Um, I'm not sure if all of you know what conflates is. And she was concerned that I grouped together religion, churches, gangs, cults. And I definitely put them all together. And I still believe that they all go together because 
they follow the same theme in the sense that you have to practice in a certain shape, form, or fashion in order to be a part of. So that's why I put them all together. Um, so I will not change that, but I do appreciate you using such a big word, conflates. Thank you. Um, so charity um, collaborations um, is coming up. The young lady that used the word conflate, her name is Chastity Isar. And you'll see that she is a subscriber and she is very vocal on uh, my page. So we have decided to collaborate together coming up. Mm, I think this, the middle of this month, we're going to get together and start doing a live review where her and I will just discuss the previous episodes and her take on it, my take on it. And you guys are welcome to chime in as well. Um, actually, I encourage it and would really appreciate it. Um, because I'm really interested in seeing how these conversations are changing um, your trajectory on life or if it's not changing anything, if you still feel the same way or, you know, if it's an eye opening experience for you, I'm definitely wanting to hear uh, that kind of feedback. So, like I said, it is a new month and we are celebrating March. March has so many different things going on. So don't feel bad if I'm leaving you out in this conversation. I'm only going to touch on a few, but we're celebrating you as well, even if I don't speak about you. March is the month for Pisces and Aries. Shout out to all of the Pisces and Aries. My sisters are Pisces. I have children, a child that is an Aries. So shout out to you guys. Much love. I think you are amazing people. Um, also, we have St. Patty's Day. What I'm really looking forward to is Daylight Saving Time starting on March 12th. Very much looking forward to that. Um, it also celebrates a lot of um, health-related themes like um, National Sleep Awareness, Cerebral Palsy. Um, I'm sorry, uh, my throat. Cerebral Palsy, National Sleep Awareness Week. Um, and there's another one that I know I'm missing. But anyway... Shout out to all of those being celebrated. Actually, National Sleep uh, Week is March 13th through the 19th. And then we also have International Women of Color Day. And in collaboration with that, it is the very best part, Women's History Month. Right? So that leads me into what this month's series is going to be on Duh, women's history, right? Who could think of a better topic, right? Women. We are awesome. I know I am anyway. <laughs> so we're going to talk about women um, over the next five weeks. Yeah, we have five Thursdays here in March. So um, we're going to talk about women, celebrate women, um, and just get a lot of different views and points about being a woman, what is classified as a woman, who, you know, who gets to wear that crown of being a woman. You know, so we're going to touch on those things, hopefully in a very intimate and transparent way. And we're all going to respect everyone's opinion. Right. Um, and if you don't like something, that's OK. You don't have to just leave a comment and we'll figure out if it's something we want to address or not. Or if you just want to state your opinion, I'm cool with that as well. Uh, also, if you are interested in seeing me out in public, if you have not, I know a lot of you have seen me in these Vegas streets. 
but um, <laughs> I will be doing a show. It's called the Not For Nothing Love Show. It is going to be at Coop's Cabaret on March 11th, right before Daylight Savings Time. I'm so excited. Um, and it's going to be at 6 p.m. Following the show, there is going to be a, um, what do you call that thing when, a speed dating, speed dating. That's what it is. There's going to be a speed dating um, match after that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's free. So I do hope that you guys have an opportunity to come and check me out. If you need more information, you can always hit me up on my Instagram and I'll be happy to share that with you. Right. Um, so I am going to get into my thank you. <laughs> my other really huge thank you for this month, uh, who is my sponsor. She came all the way from North Carolina and she is also one of my Pisces sisters. Her name is Candisha Fudge. Candy, Candisha Fudge. I call her Candy. That's why that came out wrong. But her name is Candy Fudge, and she has a business called Candy's Kitchen, and it is a catering service that operates in Durham, North Carolina, Riley. So I just wanted to, since she was here in town, say thank you and shout her out, let you guys see her cute little face. That's my candy. Hello, That's my butterflies. Candy. Hello, butterflies. I'm so glad to be here with my sister. Thank you for all you do. She supports me. Mm. Don't you wish you had a big sister? Anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get into this week's episode with my guest, who is, <laughs> I hope she got all that out, uh, Miss Natasha Smith. She is a local entrepreneur. She is a mother. I am using she because she is a she, which means she is a woman to me. And she's pretty awesome. And she's going to give me that hat, y'all. That's what she told me. I'm saying it on live television, so now she's got to give it to me. <laughs> do I really? Yes, you do. So, welcome, Tasha. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, butterflies. Thank you. I'm so glad you could be here with me today. Um, like I said, we are going to touch on women's history. And that is such a broad Right. Such a broad umbrella to try to fit a whole lot of stuff in in 30 minutes. That's why I'm doing it for the next five Thursdays. Right. But I'm going to go ahead and jump in. Like I said, how would you define a woman? What constitutes a woman? What constitutes a woman? Wow. Really, really good. Yes, question. really, really. <laughs> You know, a woman is whoever she wants to be, whether she is sassy or quiet, whether she is thin or thick. A woman is intelligent in her own right, always. A woman, how would I define a woman? A woman is phenomenal, resourceful. A woman is... What kind of woman are you? Oh, I'm a phenomenally phenomenal woman. What makes you phenomenal? All the things that I just said, I'm resourceful. You know, let me tell you exactly how resourceful I am. I have one child. Okay. 
And in 2018, my one child was slain by gunfire. Mm. Gun violence at 16 years old. Okay. And for, for, for a long time, I just lay there. And what makes a woman think that she can go on after losing her only child? You know, I'm not losing sure. a child is, is, is like losing a part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you don't have that, it's, 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 it's like, why do you exist? Because you're not whole. Right. And, and, Can I pause and, you right there? Because I have a question and I want to know, do you feel like being a woman is attached to being able to have children? No. I'm asking because you said what makes a woman feel like she can go on after losing her child. So what if you're a woman and you never lose a child or you never have a child? Would they still get that same correlation and resonate as a woman? They would have their own correlation. But what I was saying was how you asked me what makes me a woman. Right. And, 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 that, and, and relating to that makes me the phenomenal, resourceful woman that I am today. I can't speak for other women how they would feel or respond. So my question is, are you correlating you being a woman to being a mother? For myself. For you? Yes. Okay. That's what I wanted. Just for me. Just for you. Just you got for it. Me. It's just for you. Just for me. Go ahead. <laughs> now, I, I do think that all women are resourceful. Mm-hmm. I do think that all women are um, f- phenomenal in their own right and resilient. You okay. know, go ahead. So when you think about women, um, are you including the women that were not born with the same genitalia as yourself? Yes. Okay. So what makes them resourceful and how or or why should they be identified as women as well? You know, in this life, we are who we make ourselves to be. And if that's who they want to be respected as, is that if that's who they carry themselves as, then so be it. There are um what makes them resilient is the fact that so many people tell them that they shouldn't do or that they shouldn't be who they are. But yet they are, and they carry themselves as a woman in a woman's manner. So we're including them in Women's History Month? We are. Okay. So that specific question was directly related to men or those that were born of the male species and now identify, you know, as women. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you um, p- place the same place um, women that were born women but now identify as men in this same category under women? So if they went and they had their, you know, breast cut off and they wanted to be recognized as a man mm-hmm. and not a woman, that is their right. It is their right. But would you still group them in women's history? Because I feel like there are some out there. Um, and they don't identify as women, but they do men, manly things or they identify as men now, but they've done great things as women. So would we still include them in our history? You know, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that we would. 
You think and, 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 and that may be double standard. And here in life, we, we go through double standards in life. Absolutely. So that Things may be one of them. Every single day, you know, some days it works and then other days it doesn't. So it's fine. There is no right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. Please know there's never a right or wrong answer. Not when it comes to me. I just want to know. I simply want to know what your opinion is, your thoughts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on that. So um, having said that and made that clarification clear, where do you believe the history of a woman begins? Where do I believe the history of a woman begins? Well, the Bible says it begins with Eve. What do you believe? Um, I don't know. You don't know what you believe? I, I don't, I don't, I, I've never thought about where the beginning, where I thought that women history begins other than with, you know, what I've learned in the Bible. Okay. So where do you think it's going to end? I don't. You don't think it's ever going to cease? Uh, women? I'm, I'm asking a question. <laughs> I'm looking for an answer. <laughs> do I think women will ever cease? No. I mean, where do you think their history, their legacy will come to an end or stop? If at all. So if the legacy or history of women was to come to an end, I mean the legacy or history of mankind will come to an end. So, Absolutely. so I don't, I don't think that it will. I, mean, I agree. I, I have to, I agree. I just wanted to know what your opinion, your thought of that is. And I feel like the history, the legacy of mankind starts with women, mm -hmm. right? Because there is no reproduction, no more children, no nothing without women. Right. So for me, I'm a little, uneasy about the fact that we only get a month right here's why here's why we have women's history but it begins and ends with us right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how come men don't have a month to celebrate what they do they have any time they want just like we do no 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 <laughs> they don't they have all of the time, but we have been categorized and boxed into the month of March. That is what the calendar says. That is what the calendar says. We are phenomenal. We, are, we should be celebrated all the time. Right, we should, but we're not. So do you have a problem or do you see that as an issue? The fact that women have been placed in a month, yet men have free range. I think that um, we should do more to celebrate women. I think that we should do more to learn about great women. I think we should do more to learn about the struggle of women. Not just in a month, but just like all year, just like we learn about, you know, cowboys all year long. Just like we learn about. Right, like anything. Anything um, else all year long, with it, which is men-based. But I think that it's up to us, you know, because somebody had to put it on the calendar for a month. So somebody else has to do something about that. Okay. Um, do you feel like speaking about women from different backgrounds or um, from the LGBTQ other identifying women that don't necessarily fall in the sexual scope. Do you feel like it takes away from you and your womanhood at all? 
No. No. Yeah. Why not? Because I am me and they are them. Okay. Um, I have my own time and choice to show how phenomenal I am. I don't need to be carried on the backs of someone else, you know, any, any longer. I mean, you know, the backs of our, our ancestors, of course. Right. And, and, and I want, you know, generations behind to be carried on my back, right. on our backs and the things that we do. So, so what, what do you feel like your legacy is as a woman? What will they talk about as it relates to you in 100, 200 years down the line? I think that they will talk about how I helped underprivileged children. How that was my goal. That's your legacy? That, that, that's going to be it. In what aspect have you helped? Let's share with Vegas <sighs> so some of the things that you've done. There is a um, teenage shelter here in Vegas, and they are open for several hours a day, but you know, usually uh, most of the year for teens to come there and uh, take a shower, take a nap, get a hot meal, change of clothes or something of the sort. And I, you know... When I moved to Vegas, I knew that I wanted to help someone like that, you know, an organization like that. So I started, you know, uh, having little minor court coat drives and uh, blanket drives. And so it's safe to say you volunteered and put your time in. Um, can I ask, is that related to the fact that you lost your son so young that you want to give back in some form? Um, so even before I lost my son, I wanted to start a nonprofit um, that helped young women. But after I lost my son, I felt lost. And, and, and so it made me want to help all young people, not just young g girls. Mm -hmm. So, yes, losing my son is the drive behind I, me doing what I do, you know, when I, when I, um, when my business is up and running, one of the things that we will do is sponsor workshops for young people promoting self, you know, self-love, self-health, um, and, you know, uh, financial literacy and things like that, because I want them to know, you know, what, what, what I didn't know at their age. Right. So, um, yes. So with your son not being here, obviously watching you from some amazing space, what do you think his view is of you as a mother and a woman? Um, I hope he's proud of me. I, you know, I, I hope he's proud of me. I, I, I talk to him and, and, and I, and I, and I tell him my decisions. I run my decisions past him, you know, and, and I know that he's not going to verbally give me an answer, but, you know, I, I, I hope he's proud of me. I think that, um, he knew that this was in me because, you know, he knows who I am as a person. Okay. So I have multiple children. Can you share or express um, as a mom and a woman for you what that was like to lose your son at 16? Heart, gut, and body wrenching. Um... You know, when my son passed for weeks, I didn't want to sleep because I knew that he would never wake up again. So 
I didn't feel as I had the right to. Um, and when I did finally sleep, I would only sleep for four hours at a time because I was so mad at myself for being able to go to sleep and wake up. So it was, it was, it was just devastating. It was, I've experienced many things in my life. I've experienced many things that are not great, but I've never experienced pain like that. I've come across people that I may not agree with or, you know, I don't want them around, but even my worst enemy, of which I don't have, I would never wish this pain on. It was hurtful. Hurtful. Um, what are some of the things that you have been able to do as a woman to help heal? I mean, you never get over that kind of loss and that kind of pain. I don't know. I could only fathom what that is. And I have multiple children, and I still feel like it would be the same. What are some of the things that you have been able to do to get yourself through this? Um, the shelter that I, that I talk about. I, you know, I, I started sponsoring Thanksgiving for them. So, you know, I, um, I ask people, for, you know, to help me with, um, you know, goods so that I can, I can get food and stuff. And, and either they cook it or I cook it and I, you know, take it there. Or um, maybe one year I made way too much stuff. So the next year, last year, I just took desserts. So, um, you know, I go and I, I take them stuff and that <laughs> makes me feel good. You know, they always say, do you need a receipt? And just them accepting, them smiling them being grateful is my receipt. So that's right. one of the things I do. Um, I think I have, what, I have two minutes on? Uh, really quick. Okay. What was your son's favorite thing for you to cook? I want to give you something to smile about. I know you were just crying, so let's, let's think uh, of something good really quick before we get out of here. Um, uh, French toast or hot turkey and cheese. Okay. Is that like a after-school snack or a regular dinner, something that he enjoyed? Um, French toast was a regular weekend breakfast thing, and the hot turkey and cheese was like a after sports. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, that was way faster than I had anticipated, but I'm glad that you were able to come out and join me. I'm thankful for my butterflies. I'm thankful for my candy in more ways than one, but... Um, I just want to say, I know that sharing that about your son was not easy, but I think that there are some butterflies, some emerging ones, people that needed to hear and know the strength of a woman. It comes in many shapes and forms and sizes and variations, and there's no one specific way to identify who and what a woman is, but I think it's most recognizable by the strength that we possess. So on that note, thank you. Next week's guest is oh, in my phone. Oh, Anna Lynn, who is another native, uh, well, not native, but local to Las Vegas. And we will, again, revisit some things about being a woman. So thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. 
Have a great rest of your week, and I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Vegas Hype Media here with me, your girl, Emergen Z. I appreciate you. Thank you, Quan. Bye, guys. Yes.